0: Get through media. So, about yesterday, I find myself in an argument with one of my co workers talking about the best way to raise a child. When I was younger, I got spankings. When he was younger, he got timeouts. And to kind of prove my point, I do what any scholar does and go on Google and show them some experts that were very biased towards my opinion. And what I found was very shocking. According to an excerpt from American Psychology, it says, Physical discipline is slowly declining, as some studies reveal lasting harms for children. Many studies have shown that physical punishment, including spanking, hitting, and other means of causing pain, can lead to increased aggression, antisocial behavior, physical injury, and mental health problems for children. So in 2020, is spanking your child still relevant in the appropriate way and the best way to discipline a child? We'll talk about this and more on So About Yesterday. What's going on, you guys? This is Chance and Sobite yesterday, and I am in the lovely California right now. I'm, I'm in the Martha's Vineyards right now recording this. I'm kidding. I, I want to see how many random places I can see that I'm at, because I'm not going to give anyone my address. It's crazy. It's 2020. I was Please saying you
1: switched up every time. time.
0: Every time you're I'm like, in the I'm Mount
2: Rushmore right now
0: Right, they don't know where I'm at I could be like in your bedroom right now They wouldn't know that, that was awesome. <laughs> you know, Who knows But anyways To uh, you know, not be any more weird uh, Let's uh, segue to Sarah How was your week so far? It's doing good Good, anything new? Any updates? Any new movies? Any new Netflix shows? Any new songs? Books? Really oh I'm awesome. really
2: feeling um Shrill I don't know if I'm Doubt either of you Have seen it yes. But it's
0: Have you I've seen it And then I turned it off Immediately Oh Okay I was just like I love her On 80 like Bryant? SNL
2: Yeah
0: Yeah But I'm just kind of like I'm not It's not relatable I don't know It's just it was That makes like sense girl, It was like girls It was like girls Girls is great yeah. But it's not like Captivating to me Cause it's not the content That I already watch It's not my humor you know, so she. I mean, it's cute. It's funny, but it's not like, nah, ha, 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 like slapstick. I'm more yeah. It's like not the,
2: slapstick funny. I think I agree with that. It's very much like girls or broad city, where I find it funny because it's something I can absolutely relate to, right. and I like that she references a lot about being a woman, uh, being considered plus size, and how she's always struggled with that and like. Just the fact that like she's trying to be cool and funny and and live her life and you know, just vibe in her own feelings. Like I just I think it's great. Uh I've already watched the first season, but I rewatched it uh yesterday, or the day before, to then now start the second season. So I'm about halfway oh, wow. through that. But I think season. she's great. They did give her a second season because that show is amazing. No,
0: and just she it- is a great actress. I think it's funny because the way I'm reacting to that show is probably how you've been reacting to every show that you've been watching since you were born. Because it hasn't been until recently where female characters have really kind of been the forefront of a show. Normally, the the female character is a damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. She's the dead. She's, you know, the love interest. She's never really the person that you take seriously. So I guess the, the, the disinterest that I have like for this show, it's probably the disinterest you've been having for a lot of other shows that haven't been like relatable.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just find it's more
0: realistic. That's fair. That's fair. But speaking of realistic, Jonathan, how was your week?
1: It's been eventful. Um, chance uh, for the simple fact I built me and my brother built a barn door for my my closing off my bedroom. You checked it out. Mm, yes. Yeah, it's an actual window. And the other day, we were supposed to have a meeting, and I didn't get on the phone because I was doing the barn door. He came into my house, and he was like, oh, I thought you were just putting up a regular ass door. No, man. This is no nope. handcrafted door and everything. Yeah. I'll put up the video soon on Instagram. It's so and- cool.
0: It's a it's really cool. impressive door. It's like a garage door. It's like, a, it's like one of those fancy, it's
2: like,
0: like have, oh. have you seen Narcos? Then it's like one of those barn doors. Yeah, it's like a sliding barn door. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. It's, it's like the, it's like a mansion door.
1: Yeah, it's, it's but it's all handmade. It's nothing is bought, like other than yeah. wood, and we screwed everything together and put up all the brackets and everything. Um, but that was cool. Hanged out, chilled. But it's just been real eventful. Like I remember, I, I told you guys about a, a, a job opportunity, and um, I was able to. Like, learn more from the job that I'm currently in. So, like, I was just telling my friends, like, sometimes the grass is not greener on the other side. Sometimes you need to fix your own lawn. So right. what I'm doing is fixing my own lawn and working on me. And what I've been doing since 2020 is just focus on me and bettering myself. And I think maybe where I'm at is good. And I'm I'm going to do a lot more. And I have enrolled in school. Good. And I'm only taking one class one fucking class at a time good. Yep. Dip them in there. it's a little scary
0: that's the way to do it well speaking of scary you know what's more scary than starting a new class and starting a new school a good old ass whooping now let me ask you guys <laughs> growing up were you spanked because I know for sure I was like my mother when I was young up until you know the very day that not up until the day she, she didn't spank me in her deathbed but like up until the day she got much older and you know couldn't spank me anymore, she she did it with every might and, 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 and power she had and, and bone in her body. And and the question is like, do you think that the way you were brought up would have been better if you were spanked or not spanked? Like Michael Jackson, very talented guy, and started the Jackson 5 with his brothers and Joe Jackson spanked them in the stardom how they always want to kind of joke about it. Do you think that if Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 were not spanked by Joe Jackson that they would have just as much talent or they work just as hard? Go ahead Sarah. I
2: think there's a big difference there because I think there's a difference between spanking and beating the shit out of a kid. I think Joe Jackson at least from Documentaries and things that I've seen like beat the shit out of those kids. So I think like a spanking versus shit beating is a little bit different. Um, But yeah, like maybe, especially if it's beating, there's a difference. Um, When you were younger, were you spanked as a child? I think my mom spanked like once or twice out of my whole childhood. Uh, And every time she felt bad about it. And I think we talked about it on this podcast, too, where I didn't really get spanked. Uh, We just talked for five hours about the problem that had happened. And so one spanking for 10 minutes uh, turned into a five-hour conversation of arguing and crying
0: um, and discussing
2: why I did the wrong thing.
0: So with those five-hour conversations, do you feel like, damn, I... I take an ass whooping right now instead of having these long conversations no. do you appreciate the fact that your mom I think I, time?
2: I appreciate it I think that I learned to argue very well and to explain my side of things um, very eloquently because I had to learn to A be patient and know uh, what fights were worth fighting Um, But also, B, know how to explain like why maybe I didn't do something wrong or um, try to argue my way out of it. So I think it it was worth um, my mom doing that. And I think um, I got really good at speaking, especially to older adults uh, over that time.
0: I'm so glad that you said that because in my uh, criminology class uh, last year, we were talking about how The reason why men commit more crimes statistically than females is that men are kind of taught to kind of like use their use other means to express themselves, such as, you know, being physical, fighting, doing whatever to get their feelings out. And girls are more so taught how to negotiate at a young age and taught how to talk things out and so forth. And that's statistically. And I'll go ahead and see if I can try to find some sources Mm. to put in the link. Below, but yeah. So I mean, there are some like my some siblings of mine that did get whooped, but they also learned the art of negotiation and talking things out. But they're female. And then I noticed that guys who are whooped, I mean, it's it's I don't know. To, to each is their own. But but Jonathan, please chime in. Were you whooped when you were younger?
1: Uh, I got. I'm um, I'm different from you from you guys. So it's um, in a Hispanic childhood. So, you got whooped, you had conversations, and then you had, uh, it sounds weird, but it would be like, kind of like torture. And when I say torture, they would correct you because um, they're old school Hispanic. So, you did something wrong, you would kneel in rice, uncooked rice. Oof. Okay? Or you would have the whole water in your mouth and. Like you had to hold it and you get smacked in the mouth if you didn't hold that water in your mouth. Oh, that's hard. So these are things, not saying it was the worst thing. Understand right now the world that we live in. Like people look at that and it's like, oh my God, that's hard. That's harsh. No, because my parents got it worse. You get what I'm saying? It's weird. It's gotten easier as the generations moved on, but me getting whooped, me having those conversations. Me getting, like, kneeling in rice and having these small little things of pain made me a little bit harder individual to to grow up differently. When you say it made me aggressive, I'm not an aggressive person. Yes, um, certain things trigger me and stuff like that, but, like, nothing that, that, that my parents or my grandparents, you know what I mean, did to me to, to affect me that bad, I think... They showed me, like, you do this, you, you're gonna get this, and you, you, it's like you instilling not not fear, but just understand, like, there's pain, there's consequences for the the mistakes that you do, for the shit you do, you know? Yeah. What I mean? And I think now the nobody has those consequences. It's like, oh, if you hit me, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call the cops, or I'm this, or I'm that, or it's just like nobody can handle it. Like, right. understand, right. like we all have mental issues. Like, if you're saying we have mental issues now, like, if I was raised being hit, like, you think I have mental issues? Look at it. Look at the kids that are being raised now. How many medications that they have to be on or how many times that you have to have these, these big conversations with them just to do simple things. You get one thing? Even to wash the dishes, it's like, or to, to, to clean stuff. For them to do those things, they, they, they make it seem like it's the end of the world. Like, they, they want to they wanna end their lives for these simple little things where that was instilled in us to do these certain things. You get what I'm saying? I was whooped because I didn't clean the house. I was whooped because I, the dishes weren't done, food wasn't cooked. But they was instilling responsibility into me to grow up to be a man, not for me to be fucking 25 and I got my parents still doing my fucking laundry. You get what I'm saying? And to piggyback
0: off of that, uh, Sarah... Uh, and this is actually going to be my next question for both of you guys but Sarah, I want you to kind of start off and uh, in, in Jonathan's defense, we're giving, we're, we live in a generation where kids get awarded for losing, you know, kids are kind of being, you know, told that, you know, the, the, the world revolves around them that, that, you know, it, like, yes, the, the generations have got a lot softer and I'll be. I'll take one for the team. I'm I'm one of those soft dudes. I am a soft-ass dude. Like, I take everything personal and everything seriously. And I was wondering, like, do you think it's a generational thing that, you know, because think about it. I don't know if I'm—please correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that there was a lot less school shootings back in the day when they were whooping kids in the classroom and stuff, and, and a lot less— Somewhat kids killing their parents and shit. So I don't necessarily agree with that.
2: Um, I think that like, I think it might be cyclical. I think it's a couple generations and then it just kind of reverts back to itself. So if you look at like the silent generation, which is like older grandparents, like early, like the greatest generation, quote unquote, um, the silent generation was maybe like 1900s to like 1930s or 40s that they were born. So they grew up like directly in the Great Depression and then out of it. Then you've got like the baby boomers that were born during like World War II. Then you've got Gen X that were born in like 70s, to 80s. Then you have millennials. And now you have Gen Z, right? So if we look at it like the silent generation absolutely like you know threw stuff down to their kids and they beat the shit out of them um, even like my parents and I'm sure both of your parents probably got like uh Jonathan was just saying like you, your uh, parents got it way worse than we did absolutely um, just the very fact that their parents were real strict and they grew up either directly next to or during the depression um, so they didn't even they didn't even need to be beaten to just be desolate then you've got like our parents that grew up and had that like that beating on them then they wanted to not necessarily like do us too hard so you've got it where and i agree with Chance again that like I think millennials are the ones that were told that we didn't lose. We got, you know, rewards for everything. And you got a, um, a plaque or, a, what are they called? A statue, or whatever. Um, like, good job. You were in this. Congrats. You're doing great. You can grow up to be the president. Not true. Um, not everyone's going to grow up to be the president. Whatever you put your mind to is not going to happen. That like, there are just in this last couple of generations, Everyone has wanted to be better than their parents. And I think at some point we're going to get to where we revert back to, well, now I'm going to be strict on my kids again. Um, I think even if we look, we're looking at all the bad things, like more school shootings, more kids killing their parents, more uh, depression or suicide, but look at the good things. These kids are like amazingly open and, uh, very like connected with the LGBT community, like they're very um, understanding of people's sexual orientation, people's uh, um, you know race and ethnicity. Like there is a lot of openness with the new generation as well. That I don't think we always like look at because we're looking at all the things that we're seeing the downfall of. I agree with you, though. I think that some of these kids can definitely deserve to have either some harsh stuff thrown at them, like maybe a spanking or two, um, or just saying no to your children. You're not their friend. You're their parent. So you don't necessarily have to beat the shit out of them, but you don't necessarily have to just let them do whatever they want.
0: And I agree but just kind of piggybacking off of what you are saying, we live in a world now where there are more opportunities for people to feel a part of something, but at the same time we're talking about niche communities, niche groups, you know, like if you're a part of the gay community, then you'll have that support. But when it comes back to just the whole spanking thing, I remember my father was telling me there was a time the, neighbor, the neighbors and the teachers would spank, you know, the children and so forth. So that comes to my next question. In the age of just 2020, do you think it's still appropriate for us to, I guess, monitor um, our family, our family, someone else's kids that are family and friends? Let's start off with that.
1: Well, like I said before, like I said in, uh, I was telling you guys I want, when I went to the Super Bowl and the kid was all up in my face and everything like that. So. There are times that you need to step in and correct the kid. Yes. But we live in a generation right now that it's kids raising kids. And then, like you said, they don't know how to say no to the kid. They give them options. It's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You could do be doing this. No, you mm. tell him no. Like, the kid was running around like a maniac. He's flipping lights. He's in my face. Mm. I look over the parents and they're not saying anything. And then here's the thing, as, as 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 much as I'm talking this shit, I can't say anything, because it's not my fucking place. There used to be a time that, like, even the store clerk would say, your son over here is wilding out, and he, he would literally walk me over to my parents, right. or have a conversation with me. Like, sometimes you can't have that, but, like, the generation gap where these kids are having kids where like, they're not really raising them and giving them so many options, and like you can be whatever you want to be and that's great that they they're more in tune with their sexuality it's 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 great that they're more in tune with all these other things that are going on in the world but do you understand that when you don't give anybody like restrictions on certain things they just run wild hence why we have fucking laws hence like why we we do certain things a certain way i understand like it's it's it leaves it open for a lot of different communities great i'm not downplaying that i'm just downplaying how you raise your kid you don't give your kid all the time options it's either a or b you get what i'm saying like if you live in certain in a in certain prop pop and if you live in poverty like understand like i'm not gonna say like oh if you don't want to eat this that's okay no because i don't know you don't know when's your next meal so you have to eat this you have to make do i shouldn't have to give you choices You know what I mean? And it shouldn't just be in those communities in poverty. And because that's how I was raised. Not saying it was completely poor, but even my brother upstairs, he was telling me, he was like, if I didn't eat this, I would not eat. Where kids now these days are giving options. They don't have to, they're not getting hit. They're having, like, yes, it's okay to have the conversations, but the conversations is more like nothing, like, hurtful to them to make them feel as though, like, this was a bad thing. It was just an open conversation. That is no, man. That that I'm running off. I'm, I'm so angry about this cuz it bothers me cuz I'm at fault for not saying something to other people's kids. And I I think in my whole entire life, I said it one time. And the only reason why is cuz I didn't see the parents around and they were the kids were being super like nasty. They were jumping on people's cars. So I came outside. I was like, "What what the fuck are you doing?" Like, do you, do you run wild like this? Like, this is not how you, Oh shut the fuck I was like yo Get the fuck down over here Let me talk to you real quick I, absolutely- I had the conversation With the kids Their parents were right there Didn't say a word Their parents came outside I was like Yo you need to check your kids Because they're just Jumping on people's cars I got it all on camera here Like It's something to break. If one of these cars break Or if it was my car I would have to call the police And it would be on you but it shouldn't come to that point i should have been able to have that conversation and they should be able to respect the elders but guess what no i had to come outside my house to have the full conversation with them and put fear like i'm actually gonna do something so do you still believe in it takes a village to raise a child or that's just a lost thing oh it definitely does because it doesn't just fall upon like the parent sometimes there's other people in play like when they're at school, if they're giving kids, like, second place, they don't know what it feels like to really... Like, second place, third place, cool. But and then they everybody gets an award. Like, they don't know what it feels like to lose. They don't... They need to know that. They need to feel some kind of... Like, some kind of loss to understand how good it feels to win. Because and then they will never work as hard as they need to. You ever thought about that? Like, if you give everybody a fucking award, that means... Oh, like, I don't really have to do much. I just skate on by. Which people do that, but they don't do that as fucking much. Am I wrong? You no, no, I
2: don't think you're wrong. I just think, I mean, and I'm just playing, I'm playing the side of you this time. I'm playing devil's advocate. I think, like, on one end, yeah, like, we shouldn't just let kids run wild, but also, like... You, I mean, if the parents are there, like, that's their responsibility. If you're not—and you could maybe go walk up to the parents and say, like, maybe you could get your kid because they're acting a fool. But, like, you, I would—especially if it was a friend, like, I agree. I couldn't just walk up to them and say, like, your kid's going nuts. Or reprimand their child in front of them. Like, I just—just I just, as far as, like, being a couth thing, I just couldn't, like— that's your place and I guess like as an adult I'm just gonna passive-aggressively be upset at you but like I agree like sometimes you need to be more blunt but it's just something I've learned to like never reprimand someone else's child like maybe talk to the friend and be like this is what happened like maybe you should step up on some of that shit but I wouldn't be able to like reprimand their child straight up in front of them Uh, because it's their kid and that's their place But I like I think that sometimes, though, like when you said like the kids were out and about, um, if you like if the parents weren't out there, that's hard because sometimes even if a parent's like fully reprimanding their children or teaching them the right thing, sometimes kids are just going to be shitty kids like that parent might reprimand that child all the time and try their most hardest and some kids are just real shitty as kids. Some kids are shitty as kids then grow up to be amazing adults.
0: But don't you remember the TV show Scared Straight and so forth? Where you have these yeah. inmates. Yeah, the guy that comes and... in and yells at the kids. Yeah, do you think that there's some truth in that? Because I know that if somebody, that if a stranger came up to me and said, Hey, young man, you got to get your shit together. You're really fucking up. I would kind of, that would stick with me like the rest of my life because it's just kind of like one of those random interactions where it's just like, whoa. Mm. I remember there was a time where I was young and some random dude scared the crap out of me. I didn't know if he was going to kidnap me or do whatever but he told me I need to get it together and ever since that guy told me that you know, I've always tried to do better because I didn't want him to fucking come back and reprimand me again. No,
2: honestly like, I mean, and I'll, I'll say it I was a shitty kid. I personally believe I was a shitty kid Was you an only child? Mm, I don't think it was because I was an only child I think I was just um, Confident when I was younger And real self confident now um, But like let's say like anywhere From let's say Maybe 3 since I could talk To I don't know 12 or 13 mm-hmm. Like anywhere before Puberty I was. Just, I feel like I was Just a shitty kid Um, But in, in in the sense that, like, I was nice, but I was like Eddie Haskell and I could get away with shit. I would be nice to people, but also, like, I would push it to see how far I could go. And I think that someone scaring the shit out of me, or just being me in general, wasn't going to change my attitude. They were going to sit there and try to reprimand me if I didn't believe that they're reprimanding me for a reason, or they didn't explain to me properly why I think I wasn't going to fully understand. I think that's yes. why I really respect Mr. Rogers, because I think he talked to children like they were adults. I think people don't talk to children like they're adults as enough as they should. I think kids understand way more than we think that they do. And I think that if you explain to a child why they're doing something, that's not to say that you can't reprimand them when they're being shitty.
0: Right, but do you think as an adult that it is necessary to explain what you're doing to them?
2: Not all the time, but I think it's necessary to explain like,
0: like this is why why you're you're being shitty. You're not, you're not my father. You're not my mother. You can't tell me what to do. Why oh, do you mean like if they're business? not
2: if they're not my kid?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're not your kid, you know.
2: It kind of goes back to it. I wouldn't even bring the kid into it at that point. I'd be like, mm, if now this happens a lot, like where I work, I can't reprimand someone's kids or tell that customer that their kids are being shitty because I'm at work. I'm getting paid. But if your kid was being shitty, like either in my home or my business or like anything where I am I get to say whatever I want, then yeah, I would I wouldn't even bring the kid into it. I'd go tell the parent like this is why your kid's being shitty and you should probably like fix that. I'm Maybe, not gonna yell at the kid, it's not my place. The parents
0: should yell but at the kid. If you're friends with those parents, wouldn't the friendship automatically give you like Access to a certain extent to discipline that child, like you know what, we hang out. Not I trust them. you and your because birds of a flock fly together, so no. if I can feel comfortable enough. No, okay,
2: that's my that's and that's my personal opinion. No, I would not reprimand a child. Same even with a dog, I wouldn't rep- reprimand a dog. You gotta like anything. I don't. I just would not. Now you could talk to the person. Speaking of dogs, you can talk to the person and say like, "Hey, this is why I think that wasn't okay," but I don't think that you can outright like yell at that person or you know, like you can't yell at their kids. You have to talk nah. to the friend or talk to like why this thing sucked. That's my first. No, nah, I opinion. completely.
1: I did that, and I with my friend's kid, uh, you know, CM his his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I normally like. I'll sit there and talk to him like, no, you shouldn't do this. Like, I don't reprimand him. I just show him what he should be doing. Not saying he doesn't do it. It's just like, if he does something wrong, I'm like, nah, you shouldn't have done that. Like, I I, I talk to him in a nice, quiet right. way. But I don't think anybody, not that his parents don't do it. Like, I, I don't want to come off like that. But uh, there are times that when they're not around, and it seems like nobody else will say it. So, because I'm that close to him. I can do it because I'm close to the kid. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I don't I feel comfortable doing that. So I'd be like, oh, you just finished eating? I was like, why don't you go and wash your hands? Why don't you go and do it? Have this? you
2: established that? Like have you done it like in front of the parent or the parent Oh yeah, said yeah, yeah, it yeah. and you kinda parented of oh, yeah. it? Yeah, yes. I think that's okay. That's like okay. if the parent normally says it's like hard. go wash your hands and then they're not there, so you do it for them, or, but yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way to reprimand and like yell at a kid. No. Or tell them to go to out in front of a parent that didn't do it. Do you know what I mean? Which,
1: yeah, because I think that's going overboard. The life, the life that, well, the environment that we're in now, we're mm. more inclined to take out. Like, like I was telling, or like we always say, people are more inclined to take out their phones because they find this shit entertaining than before they can say anything to anybody. Like, I'm not going to help out to do anything. I'm going to take out my phone and record it. Look at this badass kid over here. Matter of fact, I have a fucking you recording have, on my phone. You have
2: done that on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've done that. I literally recorded one when I was in Walmart the other day and I totally forgot to post it because these kids were wilding out. They were just knocking really? everything over. I have it in my phone. And then they were staring at me like I fucking me. They was like, fuck you. Like, I just <sighs> fucked up this whole store. No. And nobody's going to do nothing about this. Fucking staring the shit out of me. Like, literally, like, I'm like, okay. And it's crazy because it's it's scary that we can't step in and say these things. But the scarier part is like, where the fuck are these parents? Like, what are you doing? Was you raised that freely that you didn't have to say no? Nobody said anything to you and you was free to do whatever you wanted to do. No. Like, I know we don't want to be our parents. I know we don't want to be as hard as our parents was on us. But then again, did you turn out that bad? Yes, you want better for your children, but you didn't turn out that bad. You're able to maintain a good lifestyle for your children, so how about you instill some of those responsibilities that were instilled into you? Yeah, you have to be hard. It's gonna bother you. It's gonna hurt. But the thing is, is like, why would you think that what you what was done to you was completely wrong when you didn't turn out that, that fucking bad? Unless you're a fucking big-time drug dealer and you're you're doing all this weird shit out there, or you're, you're, you're hurting people. I don't know. But if you didn't turn out that bad, you have a good job. You're, you're taking care of your family. Like, that means your parents raised you pretty well. So what you can do is take out the heart, the, be hard on your kids. But then again, be like, listen, I, it didn't make me feel good to do or reprimand you in that manner just understand that i'm gonna have to do that and when i am a father i'm going to do that i'm not gonna let my kids step out of line i'm gonna be as strict as my parents were i'm gonna give them responsibility so they understand how they need to be raised and not saying that like most people don't raise their kids right but like me i know when i learned these responsibilities I come home and I am automatically washing my dishes, I'm automatically sweeping up and doing this and fixing up. In my mind, my parents put instilled into me responsibilities that like now I'm single and I kind of forgot how to take care of myself. And guess what? Like that, I'm doing it. Like that, my house is clean. You walk into my house. Chance, you've been here quite a few times. Is it not clean? No,
0: it's And I'm immaculate. a single
1: man, huh? Yeah, it's immaculate. Let's go to the hotel. You get what I'm saying like I take care of myself and guess what do you I, I'm mad about my parents like being so strict on me but then again I'm like look at the things that I do for myself the responsibilities that I have for myself and that that I'm able to do because my parents were a little bit strict on me so it it, it gave me like a set schedule like like this is what I'm gonna do this is what do I'm gonna you do.
2: think you're, you do you think that your house is clean because your parents are strict on you or do you think that you need it to be clean? Because of your I, personality.
1: Not only because of my personality, but because that was instilled into me. I would never be able to okay. do this. Like, if you go into, like, I go into other friends' houses, and because those responsibilities was never pressed upon them, or they wasn't raised exactly how I was, like, you had these responsibilities given to you. And if you didn't, and this is the repercussions. You could see how they live. Look at how mm. people carry themselves and how they I don't live. think it's all nurture, though. I think there's yeah. some nature. It's some nature. Some. Very little though Very little There's a lot of pushing Involved to be like You need to do this You I You need to understand This is This is a, a way To to live You get what I'm saying? Am, am, uh, jump in chance.
2: I see where you're coming from Yeah I was gonna say Chance too
1: Like On your you, end I you, mean were, what,
2: what was your Years like?
1: You're yeah, to having a kid If anything And I understand that Your father was hard on you Your mother was hard on you right. So, but the thing is, did you come out that bad? You're a, and like, and this is not me fucking like, like souping you up. But like, bro, you, you're a smart dude. You're a smart dude. You're able to maintain a, a, a you, you got married. You get what I'm saying? In this day and age, a lot of people don't, don't really get married. What they do is just have kids. You get what I'm saying? You did it all the right ways. Even though your parents were hard on you, they instilled some, something in you to realize, like, I'm going to do this this way.
0: A sense of right and wrong. You know, when my f- father was throwing my mother up against the wall, abusing her and smacking her around, I can remember, like, it was yesterday. And My mom would say, don't ever treat a woman like this. Like, don't let your, don't treat a woman like your father's treating me right now. Like, literally, I can see it like it was yesterday. Like, her face is, like, being smushed against the wall, screaming, just all this kind of stuff. Matter of fact, Um, I don't know if it's because of spanking. I don't know if it's because of my anxiety. I don't know if it's because of my mental health issues. But honest to God, there will be moments where Jasmine, my wife, excuse me, want to just kind of touch me on the shoulders and I'll get jumping. I'll get scared. I still have PTSD from some of those moments. And I don't know if it's from a discipline when I was spanked. I don't know if it's from a certain time. I know everyone's different. But I will say it is very hard and i'm still working around it to have someone touch me out of love and not out of anger or hate which is you know which is something that i'm working through something that i'm praying through working hard uh, on but yeah so so when it comes to discipline i think the best way to teach someone is is being leading by example and just being there and being present and if someone messes up absolutely tell them why they messed up because that's why a lot of people, especially myself, you know, probably didn't do didn't do so good in like math in school because I was wondering, well, what the hell is y? why? Why do they call it why and not A or, or B? Well, just because Well, just because it's not good enough. Maybe being told the answers and, and kind of, you know, scratching my curiosity is going to make me, you know, be more interested. But to answer the question, there is no perfect answer. And, you know, 20 years ago, we thought spanking was the best thing. 20 years now, we think it's a bad thing, and I'm sure 20 years from now, we're going to think, oh yeah, we did parenting all wrong, you know what I mean? So it's always going to change, it's always going to be different, no matter what we say now, or 100 years from now when they're listening to this podcast, it's, it's going to be a different form of just taking care of your child, so there is no answer, there is no perfect answer, because it's, it's going to forever change. Yep. true. But what doesn't change is going to be the love that a parent has for their child and the love that a child yearns from their parent. And that's going to be forever something that's going to be constant. Yep. So, with that said, um, any final, final thoughts? Final thoughts. So. I think that's that summed it up nicely. I think, um,
2: I think we'll always be searching for what the best thing to do uh, in parenting is. I think parents are trying the most i'm not a parent i'm a dog parent <laughs> I'm a um, a dog baby but otherwise i don't i don't know the struggle of being a parent i'd like to think i know what i would do in that scenario but sometimes uh, i'm not gonna have the answers and i think that's what parents are doing you don't get a book that tells you how to do it so they're just trying to do their best um, so at at times I really wish that like maybe they would adhere to what I think would be the best thing to do, but they're trying to do the best of what's for them. So I mean, if uh, if all of our societal norms in terms of rearing children change, um, you know, trying to figure out what's going to be the best for that kid, because inevitably the parent, um, you know, as you being a parent or them being a parent, is just doing what's best for your kid and if they're doing what's best for the kid then that's the best thing out of out of all
1: and as for me like my final thoughts it's like at the end of the day that's how we wrap it up um (laughs) at the end of the day like you didn't turn out that bad and if you didn't like i said take take the good take the some of the, the worst shit that you had to deal with, like some of the things that you really had to deal with and just understand, like instill the responsibility, be stern on it, but maybe have the conversation after the fact. Explain why you had to do it. Explain how you was raised and like I'm, I'm explaining to you, this is what I want, what I want for you. I don't want you to feel how I felt, but I want you to understand the responsibilities I'm instilling into you right now it's going to it's going to ripple through the rest of your life and i want to make sure i do the best i can do and i didn't turn out that bad but i want you to know that like i want the best for you and and this is like i'm going to use this if my kids if my kid listens to this like i just want better for you so i'm not hard on you because i like i hate you it's cuz i love you if i wasn't hard on you I I wouldn't give a fuck. But I give a fuck. And I want to see the best out of you. And the only way you can see the best out of that person is if you push them. And maybe you show them the the right from wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that's it, man. Like, just understand. It is a little bit of nature. It's a little bit of... You know what I mean? It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. So just understand. Yeah, we can't step in and say thanks to other people's kids who are complete strangers. But maybe... See the wrongs in it and just understand that you shouldn't be doing the same things. Look at what you're doing. Reflect on what's going on in your household before you look at somebody like, damn, that kid's fucked up. No. Are you doing the same thing at home? Yeah, you don't want to be like your parents, but you don't want them to be like those kids that you see out on the streets. So it's a little bit of both. Stern, but have that conversation after the fact. Like, I didn't want to do it, but I have to. That's it.
0: As an unknown person said, explain your anger instead of expressing it, and you will find solutions instead of arguments. With that said, my name is Chance. This is So About Yesterday, and you have... I'm Sarah. Jonathan. Saying we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.
1: Hey everyone, if you want to know what chance is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey Sarah, love you girl, Jonathan, I'm watching you.